Well, namis namin kayo. And glad to be back. Although napaka-sarap ang pasyal namin. Ang, of course, close kami mag-family and uh, very delicious ang pagkain, very luxurious ang mga accommodations, but then no place like home. So, andito na tayo sa Pilipinas, di Bambi? And this is where our heart is. Our heart is with the, the church. Our heart is with you guys. And so, nandito po kami. And... I'm excited about this coming Saturday. Sino sa inyo may ticket para sa G12 conference? Yeah? Okay, good. So, ang balita ko na ubusan ng mga tickets. It's all sold out. But I believe kung available ka sa Sabado at wala kang ticket, you can still, uh, your cell leader will make sure to get you in. Okay? To get you in. So, um, make a way. But give advance notice so that you can be here. I heard there might be a guest speaker from America, so I hope uh, I hope that uh, everybody will be able to make it. Uh, just take the water. I, I'm good. I don't need that. So today I want to talk to you about a table. I'm going to start a new series. Pag series, kailangan na lahat ng mga messages sa series na makuha mo para kasi connected yan. So this series is called Come to the Table. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, come to the table. Okay? Hindi siya exactly literal na table. Pero nung bata ako sa aming church, and I don't know kung lumaki ka sa, exposed ka sa church, maybe Catholic or maybe any church na merong mesa doon sa harapan, sa may altar han. And this table is the table kung saan nilalagay yung mga Lord's Supper tray. Ng bread, ng juice, and... When I was growing up, we had one and the, the, naka-engraved one sa kahoy na table. Do this in remembrance of me. Have you ever seen one like that? You got a picture of it? Do this in remembrance of me. And some churches might still have that. I don't know. But today is an introduction sa ating series called Come to the Table. And this is all about the Lord's Supper or yung tinatawag na communion. Pag sinabing communion, it sounds like common union. Dahil meron tayong something in common. Kung tinanggap mo si Jesus bilang tagapagligtas mo, we have Christ in common. Kahit makaiba tayong uh, backgrounds, or lingwahe, or colors, or uh, social, or education. But we have one thing in common that is our Father God through Jesus Christ. Now, when Jesus talk to his disciples and this was a quote that about the lord's supper in 1 corinthians chapter 11 verse 26 sabi ni jesus or this is paul talking about jesus sabi niya every time you do this i know this every time you eat the bread ng lord's supper every time you drink from this cup you are retelling the story Ano story? The story, the good news, your message of salvation. You're retelling the story and proclaiming our Lord's death until He comes again. So when we take the Lord's Supper, parang it's, it's story time. It's retelling. It's remembering. Jesus cross more than 2,000 years ago. It's proclaiming the Lord's death 
burial, resurrection, yung napaka, uh, napaka-tending suffering na Jesus did para bayaran ang ating utang na spiritual. And sabi niya, gagawin mo ito looking forward until Jesus comes back again. So even in advance, hindi pa dumating si Jesus ulit sa mundo, but go ahead and claim. Pro, meaning in advance of, proclaim, claim your benefits about the benefits of the death and resurrection of Jesus. So ito yung Lord's Supper is something na ginagawa natin very periodically. Um, dati, every week, ngayon, you can take the Lord's Supper every week, uh, sometimes sa, sa cell groups, sometimes with your family, or anytime. There's no specific rules about it. Pero madalas na riniritel, laging binabalikan at binabuhayan ang Lord's death, burial, resurrection sa ating buhay. And number one point today is this, that we need, I need, you need to be reminded how to remember. <laughs> I need to be reminded how to remember. Because we often remember things that we should be forgetting. And we forget things that we should be remembering. Example. Too often, we remember our hurts from the past. Laging nasa isip yung mga sinabi ni Papa, yung sinabi nung teacher ko, nung bata ko, napahiya ko, yung mga offenses sa church, offenses sa work, yung mga inner hurts, yan ang laging pumapasok sa ating karamdaman or ating feelings and thoughts. And many times, we're remembering the sin. We're having this guilty conscience or feeling unworthy because we have remembered our faults. You remembered that you didn't look good, feel good, sound good. Minsan, sasabihin mo na napahiya ako. Actually, wala namang ano sa'yo, wala namang pansin sa'yo, pero ang feeling mo, ang daming nakakita, napahiya ka na gusto. But actually, wala namang masyadong na, na inano sa'yo. But we feel our, and we remember too much, all these things we should be forgetting. The failures, you know, yung mga palpak na decisions, it's like hanggang ngayon, I hate what I did. I hate who I am. I hate what I look like. I hate this. I don't want this personality. Many times we're remembering the wrong things that we should be moving on and forgetting. The past. So, forget the past. And then, those things that we should be remembering, like for example, we should be remembering not that our flight was canceled, but that God put us in a nice hotel. We should not be forgetting that I lost a job, but we should be remembering God has still provided for me every time. We should not be forget we should be forgetting that yes, I didn't get the the house I wanted, but God has provided 
and is still not finished with our family. May mga things na dapat remember, balikan na yung kabutihan ng Diyos. And in the Lord's Supper, when you take the communion, ang sinabi ni Jesus, tuwing nakakain ka ng bread and you drink the wine, you are doing this in remembrance of me. Who should you remember? Jesus. So, ibig sabihin, pagdating, and we will, we will have the Lord's Supper together, mamaya, as a church family. We'll take the bread and take the wine. But when you do that, it's not the time to remember you. He didn't say, do this to remember you. Remember, bring up, recall mo ang iyong mga pagkakulang sa Kanya. Bring up all of your failures to the Lord and, and think about your sins. Wala na banggit na ganun si Jesus. He didn't say, you bring to mind you. He said, you bring into your mind me. Do this to remember me. So, in this na remembering Jesus and yung good works niya, sometimes we're just thinking about how unworthy I am. Hindi ako pwede mag-church ngayon kasi ang dami kong kasalanan, hindi ako karapat dapat na magtasang kamay, magpupuri, magpapakunyari ako sa church, huwag na lang mag-church because I'm not worthy doon sa kanila. Oh, ang may division na. Ako dito, doon sila. And that is not the common union that's disunited. The common union, our la union is with the Lord who is our common Savior na ang focus is not on yung kabutihan mo o yung katuwiran mo, but on Him. Do this to remember me, sabi niya. Remember His forgiveness. Hindi nagbabago yan. Remember His love and His grace. So, remember. We need to be reminded how to remember. And you don't remember you, you remember Him. And the second thing is that you need to have a healthy or yung tamang definition of remember. Remember means more than just accessing information in your brain. It's not just that you think about past knowledge or events. Na parang sa Bible, ang definition of memory is not, oh, naalala ko na yung aking math from the sixth grade. Or, naalala ko yung bahay na kung saan ako lumaki. Or, yung cell phone number ng kaibigan ko. That is not what the Bible is talking about. Yun lang, that's just accessing information in your brain. That's not what Jesus meant when He said, in remembrance of me. So, I want to just describe this to you. Do you know what amnesia means? Amnesia. Actually, that's a Greek word. Galing sa Greek. And it means to forget or lose your memory. Amnesia. Who am I? Where am I? Okay. And it comes, the word amnesia comes from the opposite word of amnesia, which is a Greek word, anamnesis. Okay. Ana, parang ana, with an M, anamnesis. Anamnesis, a Greek word, which means to remember. 
actually the, the doctors use it. It means to bring back your medical history for review. It's something that means to recapture alalahanin ang isang nakaraang kaganapan upang, na may, may layunin, upang ang original na lakas na epekto o influence ay hindi mawala. Ngunit madala at magamit nito sa present situation or present na need mo. Is that clear? I know that's a long definition. Pero hindi ibig sabihin, pag Lord's Supper, hindi ito para na cognitive lang or nag-iisip lang at gumagalaw ang mga thoughts sa iyong brain. Hindi yan ang ibig sabihin na Lord's Supper. Lord's Supper is remembrance na kung saan hindi ka passive. Hindi ito hanggang sa thoughts lang. You are proactively bringing the power of the death and burial and resurrection into the current moment. November 19, 2023, the death and resurrection of Jesus is coming back into the future. So we move back to the future. Yeah. The, 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 you go back and bring it into the present and even into your future. Ginagawang kasing halaga at kasing totoo para sa atin ngayon, tulad noon, una nangyari nito, it will become a powerful, relevant source for our need today. The Lord's Supper is not just about thinking. It's about accessing the power of the gospel and transporting it by faith into my marriage today. The benefits of what Jesus did, I need to grab that and apply it to my finances today. I need to get the benefits of what Jesus did para sa akin sa cross to cleanse my guilty conscience today. To give me hope for this time right now, itong season ito. I, I, history lesson won't help me. I need the power of Jesus in my here and now. So, the word Anamnesis is the Greek word for remembrance. But the Bible was also written in Hebrew. The Old Testament was Hebrew. And the Hebrew word is zakar. Zakar. It means to recall something na may layunin or intention to act on it. Okay, one more time. Zakar, remember. It means to recall something or some. Someone with a purpose or intention to act upon it. So the truth noon is not just to be history. It's to be acted upon. It's not a passive thing, but an experience that I can proactively enter into today. For example, this coming year, 2024, I magiging aming 
20th anniversary ni Bambi. 20 years married. Seems like kahapon lang. Pero have you heard of these couples nila, we're going to have renewal renewal of the vows. Anybody have ever have you ever any married people ever had renewal of your vows? You did? Okay. That's good. Maganda meron din doon. So I don't know well hindi pa kami nag-uusap about this but possible na makakaroon ng ganun na renewal of the vows. So for the 20th. Pero yung yung wedding dati pag nag-renew ng vows it's like you're taking or you're reaching back in time 20 years ago and you're taking the truth and the reality of what happened in 2004 and you're applying it proactively and entering into that wedding again in 2024. Do you get what I'm saying? So now we can even experience the reconnection, the reconfirmation, the recommitment of our wedding. Maybe even a re-honeymoon or a re you know, just to revive and refresh all of the benefits of our marriage. So, do you get, I mean, Nick, you could do that with your birthday. Every birthday is like a communion because you're commemorating your birth more. You're affirming and entering into your life, which started how many years ago? 50, 60, whatever. So, number three is this. I want to keep moving. But I hope nagi gets you what I'm saying. Number three is that remember means to reconnect and recalibrate our lives. Ayon or according to what has been remembered. So hindi lang ito na just thinking about what happened. There's an adjustment na gagawin ko sa buhay ko. May gagawin. I'm going to reconnect and recalibrate. Alam mo, ibig sabihin, recalibrate. Yung mga mechanical people, they know that, no? Parang fine-tuning to make sure na nakasink, na nagtutugma yung aking operations ng buhay ko doon sa, para consistent, doon sa the thing I'm remembering. So I'm remembering Jesus gave His life para sa akin, I reconnect to that. I reclaim that, that benefit, that forgiveness ng aking mga kasalanan. I tap into that and enjoy it today. And then I recalibrate my life para maging ayon doon sa katotohanan ng gospel message. Are you following me? So, let me explain this. The opposite of remember is not Forget. The opposite of remember is dismember. Disconnect. This distance. You see, God does not have amnesia. God does not forget. Hindi siya tumartanda at nawawala ng kanyang memory. Because he's not like a human. So God does not forget. 
our sins. Hello. Listen, God does not forget your sins. He chooses not to remember them. You think, well, that's the same thing. No, it's not. Because remember, remember doesn't mean mental mental things in your mind. Remember means to reconnect, to attach. If I restore or what we call renew the vows of our mar- marriage, I'm reconnecting to Bambi. And I'm saying this marriage is all the more alive and kicking in 2024. Amen. Yeah. And that's my final answer. But when you look at God, when you think of God, he does not forget our sins. He just does not reconnect them to you. God will never paulit-ulit sa Biblia. Maraming scripture dyan. Isa dyan is Hebrews 8 verse 12 that says, I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. Hindi ibig sabihin, hindi niya kayang makita, hindi niya makayang isipin. He's not losing his memories. He just promised through a vow, a covenant, na never, nagkukunin niya ang iyong nakaraan na kasalanan, never nagkukunin niya at ididikit sa'yo ulit. Hindi niya kukunin ang listahan or ang mga sins mo and ilalagay sa accounts mo. Once He forgave your sin, He will never remember them to you. Amen. Oh, it's a good news. It's a good news sa inyo na mga pumunta dito na ang bigat ng konsensya because you know you had sin. You feel unworthy. You know you've done wrong. And you say, I'm not, I'm not worthy even how much money magbibigay ako sa church. Hindi na kayang hugasan yung mancha ng kasalanan sa aking kaluluwa. You know, you just need to believe the good news. The repentance that you need to do. Yes, we repent of the things we did wrong. Yes, of course you should turn away from drug addiction and pornography addiction and stealing and lying and cheating and gossip. Of course we should turn away from those. But the point is not that you repent of the sins. We need to repent of doubting the gospel. We need to repent of changing our mind about who God is and who He calls us. You see, once you're connected to Jesus, ang iyong mga kasalanan ay nahugasan na. And the Bible says they are removed from you. They are disconnected from you as far as the east is from the west. Now, the Bible terminology for disconnected sins is the word circumcision of the heart. Have you heard that? You know the circumcision of a, of a boy, a baby. But that is what the Bible used to call yung procedure na ginagawa ng Diyos sa lahat ng mga nasa covenant sa Kanya. He circumcised our heart. 
which means he cut something off from us. He detached something. The sin part, the, the attachment of your records and the obligation to pay the penalty of death. He disc- and, he, and God says, I will never remember it to you. Huh? He'll never reattach your sins to you if you're in Christ. Now, if you're not in Christ, you don't have that benefit. Okay, our first step is to get into Christ so that you can have the harmony with God, peace with God, peace with yourself, and peace with others. And when we take the bread and the wine, when we eat the Lord's Supper today, mayroong benefit doon, may power doon. And if you are not enjoying, if you are not partaking, kung hindi ka nakikibahagi, ng church family, friends, you're missing out. You're missing out on the family. It's like, it's like detaching yourself. It's like disconnecting from the Wi-Fi. Anong makakuha mo? Kung anong laman ng cellphone mo, yung na-download mo, yun lang. Pero wala kang access sa pinaka-open benefits ng Panginoon. And so don't disconnect yourself from the body of Christ, from the communion, because that allows us to be remembered to Christ. And uh, one thing more, I was reading this one this morning lang, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21 to 23. Sabi ni Jeremiah, I still dare to hope. Pause muna. Do you still have hope? Do you still dare to hope that God will work something in your family? That your, your family will be saved? Do you still dare? I dare you to hope that God will provide a spouse for you. I dare you to hope. Do you still dare to hope that God will protect your children and that they will grow up in the Lord? So, kung nawawala ka ng hope, remember this. Sabi ni Jeremiah, I still dare to hope when, when what happens? Where does he get the hope? Anong ginagawa niya para makuha siya ng hope? When I remember. Are you following me? When you remember that the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness and his mercies begin afresh to wing umaga. So, look at my lips. When I remember, I hope. Doing the Lord's Supper, receiving the communion, is a remembrance that we proactively do. When I remember, then I have hope. So remembering when we take the Lord's Supper, there are three things, three HHH. It brings hope. It brings help, divine favor, or help, yung, yung divine natulong galing sa Lord, the hope, and healing. Ako'y naniniwala may power for healing when we receive the bread and the wine of the Lord. At the Lord's table, there is healing available. I'll talk more about that next week. But guess what? When you receive the Lord's Supper today, you can have hope. You can have the help from God, and you can have healing of your soul, your body, your relationships, 
healing of your mind, healing in the emotions. Why? Not because you had a very tiny merienda. Guys, we got to take it more serious than that. It's not a merienda. Hindi ka mabubusog doon. And it's not a ritual. It's more than that. There's a power. The power is not in the piece of bread or what size cup. The power is in remembering, reattaching your life, realigning and calibrating your life with what Jesus did for you. Amen. So for the application, and we'll go to the communion in just a moment. But for our application, it's number one is receive Jesus Christ. Receive Christ. Kung hindi ka pa na personally and actively, hindi ka pa tumanggap kay Lord Jesus, doon ang starting point. And your relatives cannot do it for you. Kailangan na ikaw magpasya. And it's not about joining a church. Joining a church does not wash away your sins. Being active and volunteering, giving money, that does not make you a son of God, a daughter of God. It's through Jesus. I am the way and the truth and life. And no one can connect. No one can be attached to the Father. So if you haven't received Jesus, you know, just you might just say, Jesus, put your hand on your heart. Say, Jesus, I need you. Inaamal ko po, punong-puno ako ng kasalanan. Pero gusto kong maging malinis sa iyong harapan. Salamat sa ginawa mo doon sa cross at pinapasok na kita sa aking buhay. At tinatanggap kita bilang tagapagligtas at Panginoon. Magmula ngayon, Ikaw na po mag-manage ng aking buhay. And you receive, it's called, you know, they call it a prayer of acceptance or what. Well, as a Bible, yeah, there's no exact formula how to receive Jesus. It's not that. We, we receive through prayer. We receive Him through our intention, through water baptism. The point is, ikaw ang magpasya to receive Jesus. Humble yourself at pasukin mo siya sa buhay ko. And then the second application is to reconnect to Christ. Yung iba dito, you already received Jesus 15 years ago, 5 years ago, 18 months ago. Yung iba dito, tinanggap mo si Jesus, you know, a few weeks ago. But listen, somehow, just like in any relationship, somehow, sa umpisa, very connected, very intimate, but then through the struggles and buhay, through some distractions, nakaroon ng ibang priority, nagdrift ka. I know I'm talking to somebody here today. And you know that you did receive Jesus. And you had made a commitment sa kanya. You felt His love. You received His forgiveness. But then through the years, you started to disconnect. Umiba na ang iyong pagtakbo ng isip. Umiba na. Iba na ang friends mo. Umiba na ang priorities mo. 
at hindi na naging ganun ka halaga ang iyong first love. But the Lord is speaking you, to you today. Sabi niya, you reconnect. Alam mo, every Sunday, He can renew. It's a, it's a renewal of vows. Every time you take the bread and you take the cup, you can remember yourself to Him. Do you get it? You can reconnect to Christ. Remember. And then third application is what we'll do right now. And all of the ushers there will distribute the bread and the wine. You can do it now. It's receive the communion. You receive Christ. You, yung iba nag-receive na. You reconnect. Yung iba kailangan na mag-reconnect kay Lord. Maybe today you're saying, this is the time, Lord. I want to reconnect to you. I want to renew my commitment to you. I want to renew our relationship afresh so that I can have hope and help and healing. And then today, everyone is welcome. Lahat ay welcome sa table ng Panginoon to receive a piece of bread into your mouth. Itong bread nito papasok sa mouth mo just in the same way you're receiving the life ni Jesus into your soul, into your spirit. In Luke chapter 22, in Luke chapter 22, Jesus took some bread. Look at your bread. If you want to hold it for a while, you can. If, if you want to eat it already, it's okay. But some, some of you will, will choose to just hold it for a while. Para hindi paspas. No? You can really focus on what I'm saying. Okay? So listen to what it says. In Je- Jesus said in Luke 22, 19. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, okay, listen to what Jesus said. This is my body, which is given for you. Para kanino ito? Kaya huwag isipin na ang pagtake ng communion is a work na ginagawa mo Para sa Diyos. Hindi niya kailangan ng bread mo. <laughs> Hindi niya kailangan ito. This is for you. Not for Him. This is not serving Him. He's serving you. Now, let me say something. Let the Bible interpret the Bible. Okay? So when He said, this is my body. Any of you who knows... Uh, basic anatomy, you know this is not someone's body. This is vegan. You know, this is vegetarian. This is no, there's no meat here. Hindi ito tissue or skin or muscle or any kind of, walang karne ito. This is just a bread from flour. Arena to. So, what does he mean? We know it doesn't mean literal na kanyang katawan. That's, that will not be. Cannot be literal. So, how will you know what does he mean, the body? This is my body. Let Paul interpret what he means over in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27. Nang sabi ni Paul, now you are the body of Christ. Anong sinabi ni Paul? You. 
And the word you is plural. Kayo. Kayo. You. Ang kausap niya mga Kristiyano. You are the body of Christ. And sabi ni Jesus, it's the, my body which is a gift para sa iyo. And Paul says, it's the church. You're the body of Christ and each one of you are a part of it. Colossians 1.18 And he is the head of the body, the church. So what is this? What is this thing that we do when we assemble together? Titipon-tipon tayo. Ang tawang dito is a church gathering. And that becomes the body. We are now the body of Christ. And you know, it's kind of crazy because the Bible says the body of Christ is virgin, pure, spotless, blameless, faultless. Well, that doesn't describe me. Marami akong pagkukulang. And that doesn't describe you, because I know you too. We all have our palpak. So what, how can the Bible say that the church, kayo, tayo, is faultless? Because individually, we are not the church. We need each other. Nagtitipon-tipon ang mga nanampalataya kay Jesus, and we become a church. And he said, the church, the body, is a gift given for you. Are you following that? What is the church? It's Jesus' gift for you. So that you can avail of the support, the encouragement, the, the chance to be together in a family and become the body of Christ here on earth. You know, I take a piece of bread and Jesus said, my body, the bread, is broken. The, the piece that you ate, was it bowl? Broken. Yeah, even though it's broken. Some of them super small, tiny pieces. Some of them are broken and yung, yung pagka-break niya is balutot, hindi siya, hindi pogi. It's angulo. Yung iba, durog nga. And that kind of describes our lives. Minsan durog, minsan banking, minsan, you know, just doesn't, we're not. But he said it's broken for you. But let me tell you something. Broken doesn't mean destroyed. It means distributed. We're broken. The, the, the body of Christ is broken into white and brown. Educated and nagaaraw pa lang. Female, male. Matagal sa church, bago lang. We're all broken, not so that we would be destroyed. We're broken into pieces. We're all different. Dahil kailangan mag-distribute ang body of Christ sa iba-ibang network, sa iba-ibang cell group, sa iba-ibang barangay, sa iba-ibang office or house or school. So take note, when you take the Lord's Supper, nagsasabi na, I'm just a part. But I'm not the whole thing. I need my brother there, my sister there. I need my group here. I need my cell group. I need a leader. I need to be pastored. And I need to pastor someone. I need to take care of others. Each piece sa atin, each piece one of us, no matter how small you are, no matter how crushed you are, 
you are still a part of communion. You're a part of the La Union in Christ. The communion with others. And Jesus said again about the cup. Do you have your cup still? He said, you know, after the supper, Jesus took the cup, saying, This is my blood. It is poured out for you. Again, para sa'yo. And it, with it, God makes a new agreement. So if you're in the medical work, if you're a medical worker or what, alam mo naman, hindi tunay na dugo ito. You know that. This is, we're not uh, cannibals. Okay? But I'm just saying, why did he say, this is my blood? Because it's this trusting, swallowing the new covenant of God's grace. Because you don't have a covenant na walang dugo. You don't have a forgiveness of sins na walang kamatayan with the bloodshed. And so dahil sa ginawa ni Jesus by pouring out His blood, doon tayo mag-tap in. Doon tayo nag-link so that yung covenant niya is received into me. And into you. And now we become covenant brothers and sisters. Meron tayong com union. A common union. Blood compact ang meron tayo. Kasunduan. Sealed with blood. And sabi ni Jesus, do this in remembrance of me. What do you mean do this? Is it do this? Is that, is that what we're doing? It's, yes, but this is not the point, not to drink something. The do this, he's referring to you assemble together at the table of grace, at the Lord's, and you remember. Yan ang ibig sabihin, do this. Magtitipon tayo sa champion center o sa mga bahay, sa mga cell groups, magtitipon tayo together in the name of Jesus, na kung saan sabi niya, ako'y naroroon, and you remember yourselves to Jesus. And you know, you can come to the table na may confidence. Huwag kang pumunta sa table of grace. Huwag kang pumunta sa trono ng grace na nahihiyan, natatakot, at mabigat ang konsensya because He promised na paulit-ulit hindi niya i-remember ang sense mo. Is this a good news message today? This is a good news. So I hope that today you're encouraged. I hope you will take the communion with your... Uh, every time we have that, I think it's every month or maybe more than, and you take the communion. If you would like to have communion in your cell groups, you go for it. If you want to have communion with your family at home, you go for it. And the main thing that you remember is Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is the one I remember and I attach myself to Him and never, never let go. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for Jesus, our covenant partner. At dahil sa Kanya, naging so that we could connect to you 
bilang aming Father. And thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. And we just love and commit ourselves to you today. And every time that we take the bread and drink the cup, we want to remember you. We want to acknowledge our part in the body. We are kabahagi ng iyong katawan, ng iyong church. And we are partakers of your covenant with great thanks. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you.